It's Saturday, May 15th, and yesterday I shared about a lavish feast I was invited to enjoy in London many years ago. One of the great challenges we have today with food is that we can feast every day. Almost no one could do that in the ancient world. Food was more difficult to obtain, and food variety was severely limited. Before the advent of preservatives and refrigeration, food could only be kept for short periods of time. Yes, it was possible to salt meats and to preserve some fruits by drying, but usually meals were light and confined to what was in season. The result was that feasts became special times of celebrations for families and communities. Now, we miss the power of feasting today because our meals are often large and frequent. We may look forward to the recipes of Christmas or Thanksgiving, but we miss how special feasting days were meant to be. Now, the message for our nutrition is that we're usually eating too much food, certainly more than our bodies need and more than they can process. In the ancient world, meals were smaller, but usually much healthier. Remember our guidance for eating. We eat breakfast like a king or queen, lunch like a prince or princess, and dinner like a pauper, someone that is poor. Feast, feasts also played another role in the ancient world. Because they were such lavish celebrations, you had something to look forward to. You may feel that your meals are spartan and small, but you know a feast day is coming. Here's our scripture for today. Isaiah 25, 6-9 On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, the finest of wines. On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Now, the prophet Isaiah lived through a challenging time in history. Leadership was changing. The future seemed uncertain. To encourage the people, the Lord gave him a vision of the distant future, when time would be brought to an end and God's people would be gathered to him. Notice, the setting is a great feast. How do we know this? Well, the great feast days were times when meats were served and the best wine was consumed. Meats were served only rarely because once an animal was slaughtered, it had to be consumed right away. And you would need a lot of people to finish it off. And wine, that was the Jewish symbol for joy and celebration. The Lord gave his people this word to remind them that a great feast was coming. A day when they would sit at the table with him and enjoy the richest of fare. Now as I read this text... I see a few helpful applications. The first is that in looking to God and the salvation he has planned for us, that we can put food in the right place in our lives. 
We could find ourselves turning to food to feel comfort, to drive away fear, or deal with anxious thoughts and lives. What if instead of using food in this way, we looked to God and trusted in His plan for us and our world? How might our lives be changed if we, he did, we did what He called us to do? Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you. That's 1 Peter 5, 7. Now, as I learn to do that, I look less to food to give me peace. Jesus himself is our peace, and we come to rest in him. I look back on the year of COVID. I was tempted to misuse food to help me process things feel I was feeling deep in my heart. Instead, I learned I could take my fears and worries to Jesus and find peace in him. Then I'm not driven by food, but by the love of Christ. Now, the second application is about looking forward to our feast days. What if we refrained from feasting before the feast? What if we took the special times that God has given us and waited for those days and times to come? We make a birthday dinner special and Thanksgiving a family feast. But then we live in such a way that we really had something to look forward to. I think that is what the Lord was showing Isaiah. Times are tough. You have many questions and fears, but my kingdom is coming. There will be an amazing feast. And when that feast day comes, God will even destroy the death shroud that is hung over his people. He will swallow up death forever. Death and tears and disgrace will be abolished. All the trust we put in the Lord will be confirmed and shown to be wisdom and life. Yes, I think that's it. Eating wisely in this world is very much a trust issue. Do we trust that God will provide for our future one day, one meal at a time? Will we take food as God's gift to us for our health and enjoyment? Or will we use it to substitute for trusting in Him and looking to Him? I love this text from Isaiah because it says that God prepares the feast. I can't wait to see how the recipes of the Lord taste and also to be in the house of the Lord. Let's pray. Surely you are our God. We trusted in you and you saved us. We rejoice and we are glad in all that you have provided for us. Lord, we're tempted to worry about food and drink and clothes. Enable us by your spirit to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, knowing that you provide all things for us. Father, keep us from looking to food for what only you can provide to us. Remind us of the day when we shall be gathered at your table in the fullness of your kingdom. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.